Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and I'm thrilled that you are listening to this episode. I think it's going to be a really cool one. Now, depending on when you're listening to this, as of the time I'm recording it, Muhammad Ali just passed away. And it would be so cliche and bandwagon to say that I was a great fan. I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm I'm not a boxing fan. I don't really follow boxing. I have been to several live fights and I've watched fights on TV, but here's my problem. Just telling it like it is. I can't watch people get hit and I totally freak out when I see blood. Seriously, I listen to violent movies. I don't watch them. I put a blanket over my head and real fights. I just, I just can't. Like I can't watch. It makes me cringe. So I'll be the first one to say, that I don't know a whole lot about his career because I don't really follow boxing. But, but, I do love looking for lessons all around me. I do love, it's a real, it's kind of a, a hobby of mine to look for things I can learn from anybody, anywhere, right? So when I heard that he passed away, obviously I knew who he was, I thought, this man can inspire me. This man can make me better. And I love that. I love when I find somebody that I can learn from, somebody that can, even if it's just one little nugget, one little piece of information that I carry with me that makes a difference in my life, I think that is such a gift, such a gift. And I think that he can make you better too. I think he can help you in your fight to your best self, to your healthiest life. So I want to share my thoughts with you today. And, you know, I obviously I kind of did some digging after I, I heard that he had passed away to see how he could move me, how he could help me, how he could take my journey to the next level. And, and the emotional girl in me likes to think that wherever he is, he's really thrilled that this conversation is happening. He's really thrilled that we can learn from his actual fights, from the fights in his life, and take those lessons and fight harder for ourselves because of him, because of his fights. Something that just sort of fascinates me in general about elite level boxers and fighters is that, I mean, this really kind of blows my mind. They willingly take hits. Seriously, I can't imagine stepping into a ring willingly, knowing that I was going to be hit and hit someone, right? Like, I just don't, I, I can't even wrap my mind around that. Knowing that the guy standing across from you fully intends to, like, make you black out, right? From the 20,000 foot view, 
these kinds of fighters, these elite level athletes, and not even just in the ring, outside of the ring, these people who fight, to me, they are the essence of what I want for my life because they look at something that's hard. They look at something that maybe normal people, regular people run from and they go towards it. They go into it. They see these challenges and they run towards them. Whereas so many of us, especially those of us who sort of struggle with our health and struggle with our weight, we do so because we avoid challenges. We try to make life as easy as possible. We run from conflict and we tend to kind of give up or back off when things get tough. And I don't think that's the way to success in anything. I think that the way to success is very much reflected in the things like Muhammad Ali's life and his career. You know, somebody like Muhammad Ali, he's the kind of person, was the kind of person, oh, this is going to be hard? Good. I'm ready. Oh, this might hurt? Good. I'm ready. Oh, you think I can't do this? I don't think I can do this? Well, then let me go do it to prove to both of us that I can. And that type of person, inside the ring, outside of the ring, is a tremendous source of inspiration and motivation for me. And I'm always looking for those things because <laughs> life is hard and life is busy. And there are a bazillion competing priorities for all of us, for me too. But I don't ever want to let my health, my well-being, my personal growth take a back seat to anything ever again in my life. And so to do that, to see that through, I have to always be seeking out things that motivate me. So Muhammad Ali, right? In his life, in his fights, inside the ring and out, there's no shortage of that. And there's no question that the world lost an amazing man. But the great thing is that the gifts he gave to the world are still here and always will be. And many people will now and probably have for years and years, look at him as the champion, the greatest, right? I mean, that's that's the hashtag, the greatest, because he said, I am the greatest. But what we see is the champions, the medals, the belts, whatever. But what's really there? Like, what is the full story? Not the highlight reel, how many fights he lost, how many opportunities he missed, years and years and years of training, and doubt, and hard work, and sacrifice, and fear, and frustration, and being told no, and not wanting to do the work, but doing it anyway. I mean, that's what's really there. Of course, we see people, whether it's people like Muhammad Ali, and we see their championships, and we see their victories, or people who've experienced great success in anything, in fat loss, in fitness, in business, in relationships, and we see the accomplishments but we underestimate what, the, what it took to get there. All the hard work, all the sacrifice, how many days, how many times, how many countless times they didn't want to do the work and they did it anyway. And we have to raise our standards because every day there will be instances when we don't want to do the work. But if we want the kind of success that we admire in other people, then we have to do the things those kind of people did. We have to think the way they thought. We have to act the way they acted. We have to choose the way they made choices, right? One of the things that... Uh, he said that really means something special and something very practical to me 
is what I just mentioned. He said, I am the greatest. I said that even before I knew I was. Imagine what that was like for him when he was not a champion fighter, right? When he was nothing, when he was just a black man in the 60s, when he was underestimated, when he wasn't the best, when he wasn't the greatest, right? He had a choice. He could have said, I'll never be a champion. I don't have a platform. I'm a black man in the 60s. But he didn't say those things. He said, I am the greatest. So what does that mean for us? Because we can say, I'll always be fat. I'm never going to get there. I always make crappy choices. I'm an emotional eater. I can't do this. I always give up. Or we can say, I make great choices. That's it. I make great choices. I am mindful of everything I put in my mouth. I, my mouth, my mouth, <laughs> don't mind me, my mouth. I make great choices. I am determined. I don't quit, right? If we are constantly saying that to ourselves, I make great choices. I am mindful of every choice I make. I am determined. I don't quit. You don't think that will be playing through your mind when you come to those crossroads moments? Of course it will be. Of course it will be. We have a choice. We can say, I can't do this. Oh, I'm so all or nothing. I'm so on again, off again. Why do I always give up? I'm never going to get there. I'm, I blow it. Every single weekend, I blow it. Why do I do this to myself? Okay, you can do that. Or you can say, I'm the greatest. I don't give up. I don't quit. I make great choices. I am mindful of everything I put into my mouth <laughs> or my mouth. I don't quit. He also said, totally aligned with this, what you are thinking is what you are becoming. Sound familiar? So as he was saying, I am the greatest, he was becoming the greatest because he was ingraining that into his mind. And so when those choices came up, do I want to work out? Do I not want to work out? Do I want to say yes to this opportunity? Do I want to say no to this opportunity? Do I want to get up early and train or do I want to stay in bed? I am the greatest. What does the greatest do? right? With each thought, we are becoming what we are thinking. So what are your thoughts? Do you want to become what you are thinking? If you don't change your thoughts, I say it all the time, when you argue for your limitations, you get to keep them. Why? Because what you are thinking is what you are becoming. It's such a slippery slope, and I see it in my Fat Loss Fast Tracks all the time. People say, I, you know, I, I totally blew it. I can't do it. I'm an emotional eater. I'm a binge eater, blah, blah, blah. You, what you are thinking is what you are becoming. So do you want to become what you are thinking about? What are your thoughts, and are they holding you back? I can't tell you how often I hear this kind of stuff, right? And in fact, uh, yesterday on the blog, depends on when you listen to this, but as I'm recording it, or as you're listening to it the day that it airs, the blog before this podcast is an email that I got from somebody who basically said, I don't think I can do it. I always give up. I'm so all or nothing. Well, what you are thinking is what you are becoming. So if you want to become something different, start something different. Think something different. Choose something different. Believe something different. Tell yourself something different. I'll tell you some of the things I'm thinking every single day. Every single day. I bring intensity to my daily workouts. I always look for the best choice. I don't quit. I create great things. I can do hard things. I'm changing lives, mine and everyone around me. I am strong and I am capable. Every day I am leaner and stronger. There is no doubt, just calling it how I see it here, my clients 
whether it's one-on-one or in the fast tracks or anything, my clients who prioritize their affirmations, who take control of the messages they send to themselves, without question, they are more successful in reaching their goals than my clients who don't, period. Another great one-liner from Muhammad Ali. He says, champions aren't made in gyms. Champions are made from something they have deep inside them, a desire, a dream, a vision. They have to have the skill and the will, but the will must be stronger than the skill. The will must be stronger than the skill. How many of us focus on what's in the fridge, the meal plan, the food list, the perfect workout plan? It's about what's in your head, your vision, your dream, your why. Because if you're just focused on the food, you're just focused on the workout, then that desire, that burning passion to reach your goals, if that's not there, then every time the temptation arises, guess what? You're going to choose the temptation because the will isn't strong enough. If you're just focused on the skill, if you're just focused on, gee, I crushed it in my workout, great, fantastic. Well, the next time you go to that barbecue and everybody around you is having burger and beers and you wonder why you gave into that even though you really want your goals more maybe it's because your will is not greater than your skill it is not about what's in your fridge it is not about your workout plan it is about what's in your head what's in your heart and what comes out of your mouth and for as long as you resist that for as long as you search for that magical food list or meal plan or workout that will be reflected in your results. When you master your mind, you master your journey. When you control your thoughts and your attitude, you control your choices. Another Aliism. The best way to make your dreams come true is to wake up. The best way to make your dreams come true is to wake up. And how many of us are just doing what we've always done, how we've always done it, frustrated with the results, or lack thereof. The same routine over and over, on again, off again, wake up. If nothing changes, nothing changes. If you just stumble through life doing the same thing, trying for a few weeks, tuning out for a few weeks, putting a few pounds back on, getting frustrated by the way you look, buckling down, going hard again, giving up, Finnegan, begin again, what do you think is going to happen? If you don't change, you don't change. You've got to wake up. You have to realize, dude, This isn't working. I want more. I don't want to keep telling myself the same old stories about how this bread basket is really worth it this time or this third glass of wine is no big deal because I'm going to start again on Monday and I'm going to really buckle down and I'm going to really be serious. If you want to change, wake up. If you want to make your dreams come true, wake up. Stop lying to yourself. Stop using the same stories, the same excuses, and change something. Let go of that same old approach you've done before. One of my favorite quotes from Muhammad Ali, and I posted this on social media the other day, um, I think the day that I heard that he had passed away, and this is just so huge in, in my life and in my journey and a constant reminder for me, it isn't the mountains ahead to climb that wear you out. It's the pebble in your shoe. It isn't the mountains ahead that wear you out. It's the pebble in your shoe. I mean, one thing to keep in mind related to this, guys, is you can't climb the mountains in the distance. Like, you're not there yet. It's not possible. Yet, in our heads, 
We spend so much time there, even though physically, in action, in choice, in what we can do now, we're not there yet, right? We stress out and we fret about like, if we can do it, if we can stay consistent, how long it will take to lose all the weight. That is the mountains in the, dif- in the distance. How we'll get through the summer with the kids at home and all the temptations. Those are the mountains in the distance. You can't climb them yet. They're not here yet. You're not there yet. So stop. And second, that's not what trips you up. It's the pebble in your shoe. It's that small thing right now. That's what trips you up. That's what keeps you from reaching your goals. That random handful of Teddy Grahams, because why not? They're here. Whatever. Not a big deal. It's just this one small thing. Except it's always just that one small thing. It's always the pebble in your shoe. It's not tracking your food today because you just don't feel like it or you're too busy. Letting the chicken go bad in the fridge because you ordered out for the third night in a row. Hitting the snooze button in the morning instead of getting up to have a productive day. It's the moment. That's the pebble in your shoe. That's the thing that's keeping you from mountains in the distance. It's not about how tall the mountains are. It's the fact that you are dealing with this pebble in your shoe. Get into the moment. Right now, this step, this choice, that's all there is. That's all there is. And no matter what. And he says it, he says it like this. Inside the ring or out, there's nothing wrong with going down. It's staying down that's wrong. So if you have that moment of the Teddy Grahams or the third night of takeout or hitting snooze, dude, it's done. It's gone. Get up. Get up. Keep going. Keep fighting. It's done. It happened. So you're on the ground. Get up. There's nothing wrong with those choices that we don't feel good about. The only problem is when they keep us down, when they keep us from getting back up because we're so perseverating on this thing that already happened, it's done, it's gone, get up, keep moving. Ali says, the man who has no imagination has no wings. The man who has no imagination has no wings. What this means to me is you get what you look for. And you have to be a problem solver if you want to be a goal achiever. You have to be a problem solver if you want to be a goal achiever. Being at a burger joint doesn't mean you need to have the burger with the bun and the fries and a shake because you're there, right? Use your imagination. Get a burger without the bun. Get a salad. Get a glass of water. Oh, you're traveling and you don't have your gym. Great. Fantastic. Use your imagination. Do a bodyweight workout in your hotel room. Oh, your kids brought home cookies. Great. Use your imagination. Consider it practice in self-control. So many of us are victims of our circumstances, but that's a choice. We choose to be victims of our circumstances because we're not using our imagination. We can't get anywhere if we can't use our imagination, if we can't think outside the box, if we can't find creative solutions. Find solutions. Get creative. Use your imagination. Find the opportunity in every single obstacle. That is a choice. You have the ability to do that. That is a skill you can develop if it's a skill you desire. You'll stay stuck if you keep doing what you're doing, if you keep thinking how you've been thinking. I want to end with one that I don't think needs any commentary from me at all. 
And I hope that you won't just listen to these and smile and nod and think, oh, how motivating. I hope that you will apply these to your choices, to your day today, to your moments of decision today, when you are at the crossroad, when you are facing temptation. I hope that you will apply some of these lessons because the lessons are all around us and we can just like see them and smile and nod or we can allow them to make us better. We can make different choices because of the powerful lessons all around us. So I want to wrap up with this one that I think is so powerful. You've probably seen it on social, but for a reason, it's amazing. Impossible is just a big word thrown around by small men who find it easier to live in the world they've been given than to explore the power they have to change it. Impossible is not a fact. It's an opinion. Impossible is not a declaration. It's a dare. Impossible is potential. Impossible is temporary. Impossible is nothing. I want to say that one again. Maybe you'll just rewind it and that's great, but it's so good. I'm going to say it again. Impossible is just a big word thrown around by small men who find it easier to live in the world they've been given than to explore the power they have to change it. Impossible is not a fact. It's an opinion. Impossible is not a declaration. It's a dare. Impossible is potential. Impossible is temporary. Impossible is nothing. How lucky we are to have these lessons and how much potential we have to allow them, to choose for them, to transform us. All right, let's wrap up with what I ate yesterday. Super weird morning. I had almonds and coffee. That's that's what I had. I don't usually have almonds around, but I did. So breakfast-ish was almonds and coffee. Um, lunch was a grilled salmon filet with my favorite, favorite red cabbage slaw with the carrot ginger dressing, that nom nom paleo recipe that I talk about all the time. And dinner was cauliflower pizza. So instead of like a regular dough crust, it was a cauliflower crust. And I put some cheese on it and some tomatoes and some basil and some caramelized onions. It was pretty great. Pretty good day of food. In fact, I think I need to redo that day because it was really delicious. Anyway, I hope you will choose to employ some of these lessons and allow them to transform you. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 
844-222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.